Can I get a year? Yeah. yeah, there we go, there we go, there we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nick's Chatter, the day after. Let me see them hundreds going through the chat. I got to see them hundreds, man. Where the hundreds at? Yeah. Yeah, man, there we go, there we go. Shout out to my guy, Ray, our sound engineer for the new intro. You know, we here, man. We trying to do things a little more, you know, clear and concise. You know what I mean? A little more put together, you know? So there you have it, man. But shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Sean, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm feeling marvelous. <laughs> I'm so excited for today's show, man. I feel great. How are you, brother? I'm excellent, man. I, I, I'm sure we're gonna get to why you feel so good. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna get to how you why you feel so good. Um, I'm under the weather today. I don't know if you can hear it. Um, listen, my house is like a cave, man. It's dark and cold. I like sleeping with the window open under the fan, and I'm paying for it. Absolutely paying for it right now. So, yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling. Seb, how you doing, man? Yo, what's good, man? We got another win. My boys are 5-0. and oh. The Knicks got a win. I'm feeling amazing. Amazing is, is amazing is special, man. Amazing is special. That's, that's, I like amazing, man. Sometimes when people say, you know, when people say they feel good or they feel great or, they feel amazing. I usually don't believe it, but I actually believe that from you, said. I believe you feel amazing, and that's just that's a great way to to be. Um, man, let's get let's get right into it. Um, you know, I don't want this show to be long, and it, I, I'm just uh, listen. We only going to a few people today, trying to get in and out because I know we say it all the time, and then yeah, I know. No, today we get in and out because you know I'm under the weather, got things to do. You know what I mean? So, clear and concise. Also, you notice yesterday we dropped the very first co-host of the episode. So, shout out to Maura for getting co-host of the first episode. Yeah, so we're going to keep that going. You know, come with it, man. Come with them good takes. All right, let's get to it, man. Um, the Knicks, man. Um, shout out to everybody that was in the building, man. Uh KCDA was there. Myself, Sean said we were in the building, as uh, uh, along with a slew of other people. Man, that was one of the best home openers I went to in a very long time. I mean, not the game itself, but just the environment, the atmosphere, everybody there. And it felt like a family reunion. You know what I'm saying? It felt like it felt like seeing friends that you hadn't seen in a long time. Felt like homecoming. You know, shout out to all the colleges right now having their homecoming. That's what it felt like to me. Um, we all got up at Blondie Stone after, and it just felt really, really good to be around some good, like-minded individuals. Um, this Knicks fandom is like, it's very um, chaotic and all over the place, but it just so happens when we all meet in person, it's just nothing but love and fun and, 
you know, a good time. So shout out to everybody that was there. Let me see who in the audience was there. We saw, of course, Khalil was in the building. Uh, e, e, of course, was in the building with her man. Shout out to him. I forget his name. Damn, I got to remember that man's name. Jesus. Jesus. Okay, Jesus. Shout out to Jesus and E. Uh, Ari was there, of course. Um, C.T. Pittman. I, 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 I'm not mistaken. I saw C.T. Pittman, right? Yes, sir. Fitman, and he brought his wonderful wife. Yeah, he was with his wife too. Yeah, they yeah, 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 man. CT Pittman and his beautiful wife was there. Of course, the wine. CT went to Memphis and then came to New York. He looking like he trying to hit all eighty two this year. Oh, that's nuts. That's that's fire. That's fire. Um, so shout out to y'all. Shout out to Vince. You know, we saw Vince down there. Um, I I, I can't go through everybody, but oh, uh, Trippy Crazy Ass was there. Uh, Nixon. Mora was in there. Mora, yes, Mora and her wife as well. That was amazing. Shout out to the co-host of the episode. Mora was in the building. Uh, everybody was there, man. The wine guy Moselle, of course, pulled up on us. Yeah, that was a great time, man. Um, shout out to my guy Nico, man. Nico gave us a bottle of Cristal as a celebration of our. Uh, he said two years, but he meant one year. It's only been one year. Two seasons. Right, yeah, he gave us Crystal, man. Bottle of Crystal. Like, what the hell? Uh, that was. We got. We, we we got. We got. We got a video for y'all. So when we when we when we throw that on the timeline, it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. We recorded one of those Smack DVD videos. Uh, Ratchet. It's only right, and we 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 got everybody to toast in the you know because that's what KCDA is about. It's not just about us. Uh, it's about all of us, so we we all toast in front of Blondies. That was really dope, especially man. So shout out to y'all if if y'all were there. I'm sure I shout. Out. Oh Ari, of course Ari was in the building. Wait, was he? Yeah, he was in there. He was Ari rocking was there, and, and you also named Ari already. Oh okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Eric Elbridge was in there. No, you know what? I've seen Ari like seven times this week, so that's why I was confused. If it was. I know I saw him at forty forty, so I was confused if he was at um if he was in the building last night. Uh Eric L Beats was there. Uh that was uh, that's my guy. Um yeah so shout out to y'all I'm sure we'll shout more people out throughout the week. You listen Sean I'm under the weather man come me some this is my flu game. Come me some slap. Flu game I, I believe you I'll, I'll be Scotty Pitcher. I'm not gonna I'm dropping fifty today. You dropping fifty today? I'm dropping fifty today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, Triple M, my guy, him and his crazy ass friends, that was dope. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a great time. Um, but the Knicks slaughtered Detroit Pistons. Yo, this is what I want us to do, man. I need us to go and find all the goddamn people who told us that the Detroit Pistons were going to be better than the Knicks this season, and we need like a, a, a like a group. Like update, like like a group, you know, when that guy, I think that's Alex, he puts update on people. Sh- like, like yo, whoever said the Pistons were gonna be good this season? I mean, I know it's only one game. That's an awful fucking team, bro. Like, you want to talk about a horrible bench? Yes, Bagley's out, Alec Burks is out, but like, even with them in, I just don't. I, that team is not good, bro. They're not a good team unless they're like intentionally tanking right now. They're just not a good team. And Killian Hayes has to be the worst basketball player in the NBA. And it's not even close. 
Like I, I'm just uh disgusted. Like that team sucks, man. And we the Knicks went in and did exactly what they needed to do. They came with energy from the starting tip. You know, um, it felt like you know they led by twenty the entire game. I don't know about y'all. Like it felt just like an onslaught. Uh, you know they won one thirty one oh six. Shout out to. I'm just going to go through. I mean, everybody played well, man. And that's all you can ask for for a team going up against an un, an undermanned, really bad team to begin with. Um, everybody played well, man. RJ, you know, came came out of his slump from game one, you know, gave us 18 points, you know, shoot well, shot well from the field, 53%. Julius Randle, you know, did not force it. And that's all we can ask for, man. Julius Randle just can't force to get force the offense, man. And he did it, man. And I really want to shout Julius Randle for that, man. First two games, man, he's been looking for his teammates. He's been playing within the flow of the offense, you know, playing defense when necessary, man. Like, you know, shout out to Julius for that. Uh, 15 and 6 for him. Uh, only thing I will say is Mitch. Um, he, wasn't, he wasn't asked to do much yesterday. You know, he only he, he had 8.5 rebounds, two blocks. Um you know, a, a mediocre game for him, but I think it was, he just wasn't asked to do much, man. That team just had nothing. He had everybody else was cooking, and he just sat back and let them do that, do that thing. So, you know, Mitch was just a mediocre game, but I'm sure we're gonna get like a monster 2020 game for Mitch this season. So I'm not worried at all with Mitch. Um, Jalen Brunson just 15 assists in the first two games, zero turnovers, man. Like. That hasn't happened for us in the last 10 years. Um, that's special. You know, 17.6 assists for him. You know, shot well from the field as well. Um, Jalen Brunson is is the point guard that we needed. You know, he's exactly what we needed. He gives you offense when needed. He find, he facilitates. He finds his mans, and he gets straight to the point. Like, Jalen Brunson is the perfect point guard for this team, and I'm glad we got him. Uh, 48. You know, some some timely threes, you know, hit two of them things, you know, two for five. But, uh, you know, a solid eight points, nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, Fournier on defense is a turnstile, but we knew that. Uh, Bogdanovic cooked him. That that boy was like, yo, it was a layup line for Bogdanovic. Like, it, it, it was it was really bad, but uh, thankfully Bogdanovic is on a bad team. That's all I can say. Uh, I Heart did his thing, of course. Cam, you know, not too much, but, you know, showed up when it mattered. And um, shout out to Obi Toppin, man. 16 points, four rebounds, three assists. You know, Obi Toppin, with more minutes, he he seems comfortable. He seems calm. He seems a lot more mature than last season. And just with more minutes, there's going to be more production from him. So, you know, that, that, that was special to see. But... Of course, we got to talk about that man, a man you quickly. Uh, 20.7 rebounds, seven assists. I'm sure Sean is going to go in, and I'm not going to say too much about quick because I, I'm going to leave it to Sean to have his victory lap. But way to turn it around, man. Way to turn it around. You know, he, 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 um, he is that those type of guards that they're, they're like, they can give you a headache but they also can make you love them, right? Like, when he throws shots up, sometimes it's just like, no, 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 yes. It's one of those, like, a la J.R. Smith, Jamal Crawford, those those type of guys, man. Like, you know, he's 
he when he's on, he's on. You know, very streaky. And um, I think, you know, like I said, when you got a guy out there playing and he's playing bad, he's gonna get the he's gonna get the the, the slander. But when he's playing good, you gotta give him that same energy back. So I wanna say shout out to a man quickly for putting a well rounded game together. Twenty points, I you know team team high in points and in assists, you know shit even rebounds. He had a team high in all almost all stats, man. Oh no, sorry, I had eleven, but you know for him to be the second, you know he had more rebounds than Mitch Rob. Like that, you know, so that says a lot. Shout out to man quickly, man. Very well put together game. He took advantage of the the you know the defense that or lack thereof that was on him. And you couldn't ask for anything better, man. Very well put together game. Shout out to Tibbs. Uh, the only, of course, gripe I have is that he played, you know, R.J. Barrett and and, and Jalen Brunson in those last few minutes when he, we were up 20. But, look, neither here nor there. Very good win. Also a very good night. Shout out to y'all that were in the building. Sean, it's on you. Um. What a glorious night. What a glorious win once again. Shout out to all of y'all who were in the building yesterday. Um. It is, there's just something about opening night at the Garden, man. It's magical. And, um, you know, I intend to be at everyone every year. Um, it's just a great experience every time. Uh, so much love in the building. Um, so, you know, just really grateful for that. Um, and, yo, we had a we had a great game. And so to Julito's point, because I, I had that to say, I'm glad somebody – I'm glad I wasn't tripping. Because there were a lot of people who were saying, oh, you know, the Pistons have – gotten ahead of us like they've made they've made good moves they had a good draft like they their rebuild is ahead of ours now like they're a better team than us blah 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 and Julito asked where those people are and you know the funny thing about where those people are they're the same people on the internet today saying that this this win doesn't mean much oh these stats don't mean much they played against a high school team they played against a trash team blah 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 and it's like hey man we remember the north remembers and y'all was out here saying it was better than the Knicks, so don't I don't like I don't like when y'all do that. You can take your you know you can have your, your extravagant take, but stick to it. Like you know don't don't act now and turn around and say oh well the Pistons suck because honestly the Pistons are their, their bench is abysmal, and you know I, I saw in their comments that, that a lot of them were like oh we got to get Burks and you know uh, Noel back and I was like first of all if you play no one's Noel over Jones right that's a bad move. Alec Burks will help a little bit, but like they're just not that good. They're starting out, though. I mean, Cade, Cade is viewed as better than RJ by most people, which is, you know, Jaden Ivey is very good. He had a good game. Uh, Bogey can hoop. We know that. Isaiah Stewart is cool. Uh, Sadiq Bey went off. I didn't even realize he had 26 points. So like, they have an okay team, um, but we're just better than them. And I think the bench was the separation. Like We really have one of the better benches in the entire NBA. We really have great depth. And so it separates us from teams that aren't that good. I don't think the Detroit Pistons are horrible. I think they'll be, compete with a good amount of teams this year, especially, you know, when they catch a stride. But I think that we just did what we're supposed to do against a team that we're much better than. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And so, you know, we played really poorly and, uh, you know, pulled a close one against the Grizzlies. And then we played really well. And the thing is, like, we got really good performances from pretty much everybody. But we didn't get, like, great performances. Like, guys didn't even have to do much. Like, you know, Quick was a leading scorer with 20. And so, and that is, he might, you know, 20 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. That's probably the great performance in 27 minutes. And so, you know, 
the apologies need to be as loud as the disrespect was. And I know they won't be. I know they won't be because I know how y'all are. And y'all are going to disregard this. Y'all are going to make excuses about why this didn't mean much. Y'all are going to say, oh, the Pistons suck or, oh, this is garbage time, whatever it is. Whatever weak excuses y'all have, I'm not even going to argue with them because I know you don't believe them because you watched the game and you saw the impact. You saw the impact. And the guy makes and, – and it's not a first-time thing. It's not a flash in the pan. This is what he did on a consistent basis for, like, the last 35, 40 games of the season last year. And y'all took a couple of off preseason games and a slow starting game when it wasn't a good game to then throw it out there and make it seem like, oh, this guy, oh, boy, he might be out of rotation. He doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he's not good. He's trash. I told you he's selfish. He's a bad person. All of that. All of that. And for what? I don't understand why people are so inclined to root against this dude. It makes me seem like I'm being like a super stand. And I am an Emmanuel quickly stand. But I'm not even being that much of a stand and just say, yo, like, get like stop trying to hate him, bro. 20 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Respect it. It was efficient. It, there, there was no forcing. And also, in terms of, I, I feel like I don't even, I, I don't even need to take that much of a victory lap. We all saw it. We all saw it. And, I, and my victory lap will be in people having to come up here and admit it. And people who come up here and try to ignore it, whatever, do all the hating. But once again, I know you don't believe it in your heart of hearts. So beyond that, Quick has been blamed a lot, talking about Quick hates Cam. He's not giving the ball to Cam. I watched in the second half yesterday, and I, like, really paid attention. And, you know, for about five to six minutes, Cam did not touch the ball for, like, eight to ten, maybe 12 possessions up and down the floor. Cam Reddish did not touch the basketball at all. And so, I, like, where Emmanuel quickly is blamed, blamed for not passing to Cam, nobody's passing to Cam. Like, and so Cam is standing in the corner. And then if we've been watching Knicks basketball for years, we know. So is, it, is this quick or is this a product of the offense? Once again, like I told y'all, stop watching basketball like it's Degrassi. We've been watching basketball. We've been watching this team for years. And so Obi was standing in the corner. I just see a tweet from Jay Nicky saying, wait till Sean finds out we weren't pleased with Emmanuel Quigley's performance last night. I'm not even acknowledging that. If anybody wasn't pleased with Quigley's performance last night, you're being a dickhead. And I'm not going to go back and forth with you. But, um, yeah, we watched Obi stand in the corner. We were like, yo, why would you turn him into a spot-up shooter? Like, that's not his skill. Like, have him cutting, have him doing pick and roll, whatever. That's the role. And so that's what Cam is playing right now. Derrick Rose didn't swing it over there. Hartenstein didn't swing it over there. They ran pick and roll action in the opposite direction of where he was, and he didn't get any – and he didn't get looks. But, like, that's a product of the offense. That's not a product of Emmanuel Quigley. And I need y'all to use your sense – and stop trying to go out of your way and throw logic out for the sake of blaming and supporting your narrative because it's weird. It's very weird the agenda that y'all have against a third-year player on our team who has played well while he's been here and been a net positive and had the best net rating on the team. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But we all saw last night 20.7 rebounds, 7 assists. People talk trash about RJ. RJ came out hooping. I said before the game, I'm a prophet, man. I'm a prophet because I told y'all that RJ and Quick were going to come out and they were going to both put on shows and shut the haters up. And I, and the haters have nothing to say. And if they have anything to say, I don't want to hear it because I don't have to hear it because it doesn't make any sense and it's not based on basketball. My guys are hooping. Mitchell Robinson looked really good. He didn't like he didn't even really have to do much, but he was dominant. Like he was he was knocking down free throws. He was blocking shots. He was finishing around the basket. Derrick Rose was sniping. We absolutely love to see it. Um, played um, Julius Randle. Really good. Like Julius Randle is attacking one on one every time. He's not facing double teams. It's going to be a long year for NBA defenses, bro. 
it's going to be a long year for NBA defense. Hardenstein did a great job. Like, he really did his thing. Um, and he was rebounding. He was, you know, doing, doing everything he does. And he did a great job for us. Um, Obi, fantastic, bro. He was running the floor. He had the jumper falling. I, w- I was sitting next to a Pistons fan. He turned to me. He was like, does Obi always shoot this well? And I was like, you know, like, with Obi, he either shoots really well or really badly. But I think this year he's going to get more consistent with it. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, he had a great game, man. Shout out my guy, Obi. Um, and so before the game, I wanted to say it was a really cool moment. I'm not sure if it was in my head. Like, you know, sometimes, especially on opening night, like in the garden is like a magical place for me. I love it there so much. And I started to get like these weird, but like, I'm pretty sure it happened. So I, was, I, was, I came down a little closer to the court. I was sitting behind the basket. And I came down a little close to the court and warm-ups and everything. And they were getting ready to get on the court. So they came to the bench real quick. And RJ, like, sat on the bench. And he was getting ready. Like, he's, like, pumping himself up, getting ready to get up. And then he, like, looked in my direction. So I saluted. And then he, like, kind of, like, nodded. And then he, like, kind of, like, locked his eyes in. Like, he, like, doubled. He did, like, a double take. And he, like, squinted and looked. And then he did that. I did the uh, lock-in thing because that's my favorite thing when he does that before the game. So I did the lock-in thing. And then he was, like, mad hype, and he, like, saluted and did the lock-in. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Did he do that because he saw me do a lock-in, or did he squint because he knew who I was? Either way, I'm taking it, though. It was a cool experience. So um, between that and the game just going really well, uh, all our guys playing really well. Once again, nobody played super extravagant. We just saw what happened when our team shows up and plays well. And I'm looking forward to building on that momentum and going 3-1 in this homestand. So that was long-winded, but, you know, I deserved it because I was talking crazy about my guy, and I sat here through it, and I'll let y'all have it. Um, so go ahead, said it's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Keith Murray, man. Keith Murray, shout out to Long Island Zone. You dig the most beautifulest thing in this world. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go with, with my guys, man. Opening night is special. Like that was a special experience. Yes, it's the Pistons. Yes, they suck. Yes, we're supposed to win that game. Sure, whatever. Still had a great fucking time. <laughs> like, still had a great time. It was just. The garden, the garden and Blarney Stone is like cheers. You want to go where, where everybody knows your name. You know, you're walking through the garden and you're seeing your, your fellow fans, people that you interact with every day on Twitter, talking about the team. Some days you agree, some days you disagree. You see each other. It's love, daps, um, and it, it's just it's an amazing experience, man. We, we was rocking out in Blarney's last night. I'll be honest with you. I walked into Blarney's. I think I'm the mayor of Blarney's, yo. I, I, like, I, I felt like, <laughs> I know I don't get free drinks. Like, they're not giving me my respect. <laughs> but, like, the energy was just so love. You walk in the bar, it's like, I walked out, I was like, yeah. Like, that, that, and, and it was just special, man. Like, hanging out. You know, I had that KCDA merch on. A um, lot of energy for that. I can't wait till we put that link up so folks can cop that. And just saw so many people. I can't name them all, man. Nick and Nate was in there. Um, it, it just, Danny B was in there hanging out heavy. It, it, it was just a beautiful thing. Um, I'm happy. Like, I'm really, I'm really excited. Like, you know, like, I don't think we talk enough about life and what be going on in each other's lives sometimes. And the joy that this community brings for me is, uh, is second to none. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, but when we talking about the game, I, 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 you know, I've been, I've been rocking a couple tracks per episode lately. Here's how I felt about the game. That's work. That's work by Gangstar. Yo, them boys was putting in work. Shout out RJ, man. He started the game playmaking, and that boy looked great. He looked great doing it. 
He came, he showed up, he put his hard hat on. Obviously, he had a trash game before, and he came and he put in the work. And that felt amazing to see. Emmanuel quickly, <laughs> yo, Emmanuel quickly put up his own post calling himself Emmanuel quickly. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but he came Wait, to he did? work. Yeah, he put up Emmanuel quickly, yeah, on Instagram. Oh, um, my God. Yo, he came to work. You dig what I'm saying? Like, yo, Hardstein was out here getting busy. I don't know why Mitch only had, like, five rebounds. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> but Hardstein, like, these guys came yesterday, and they put on a show for the, for, for the home crowd. There was one point where, you know, Sean with a, with a W said, look, they're going to go on a run at some point. And there was one point where they pulled within 12, and then immediately they was back down 20. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys were just, was just really getting it in. And it, it, was just, it was just a sight to see, man. Like, again, the garden energy is unmatched. The vibes was unmatched. Blarney Stone, thank everybody who came up in there. We had a ball. You dig? But I want to say something before I go. Because I took, I took exception to this. And this has nothing to do with the Knicks community. This has to do with uh, a guy, what's his name, Cyrus Sataz or something like that. He's on Locked On Warriors. He's a, he's a journalist. And so he, he, he takes this, he had this take about these podcasts that are, you know, fan-driven and how who wants to listen to fans and, you know, if, if you're credentialed, you have sources, et cetera, et cetera. Guess what? I don't got no sources. And you know what that helps me do? That helps me be authentic and honest and real. I can say what I feel and not worry about offending nobody and somebody's not going to give me a look, et cetera, et cetera. The fact that somebody will punch down on fan-generated content is so stupid to me because when we watch sports, it's a community, right? Like, we go, we talk about sports at the barbershop. We talk, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about sports at the bar, and, and that's what we bring in to this community. So I, 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 he was talking about Warriors fans. What I got from his, from his shtick is that He's not that successful. Nobody gives a shit about his show. You know why? Because he's a dick. You're a dick. And, and and so if you would build a better relationship with fans and have some takes that they would care about, then people would support your bum-ass show. They got 640,000 views right now, probably his most views ever on, on this clip, with everybody ranking on him because he's an idiot. I went I look, I went to LinkedIn. I looked him up. You know what they say? And this is no 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 diss to Papa Love because I know you're a teacher. No. But he said, those who can't do, teach, right? This guy's talking about all his credentials. He is an award-winning journalist this, award-winning journalist that. He's a failed podcaster, though. His podcasts never pick up any steam. And he's out here hating. So he's, all, he's, a, he's an adjunct professor here, adjunct professor there. But because my man can't do. He can't do. Nobody wants to hear the shit he's talking, right? I, I just I, I was offended by that because, again, the fan communities, we 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 pull each other up. You know, there's times where you know you remember last year on the show, we would find out somebody was going through something, and and we would we would bond together as a community and show love and support. And and to to knock on that, just because I don't got a source that tells these Sean always says these sources is bullshit anyway. Sources I call them sources. So I just thought that was whack. I took exception to that. Um, much love to the Knicks. Much love to, to Blarney. So much love that Nico came through. We're going to drop that video. It's going to be love. Let's get to y'all takes, man. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, my boy put up 50. That was a great fucking... That was amazing. That was really, really... Some great takes said. Okay. Sean as well. The calm And I'm drinking Hennessy. The calm sniper. The calm sniper. All right. 
I want to say this though. Uh, F F F B G was there as well. Shout out to Miss Skills, Lady Skills was out there as well. That was dope. Good seeing y'all as well at Blonnie's. I'm sure, like I said, we're gonna keep mentioning a few people. So every time I feel I see someone, I'm gonna mention them again. Shout out to y'all. TGI Fly was there. I, 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 oh I yeah, home to his music. Oh, I brought home to his project. He got he got some he got some heat on there. That's my brother. That's my brother. We got to spend a lot of time yesterday. That's my guy, TGI Fly. Like he said, download his album, Politics as Usual. Uh, Danny B was there as well, and Nick and Nader was there as well. I guess because I see them so much and I hang with them so much, I forget them when it's time to do the shout-outs because I just feel like y'all just know what it is with me and those guys. Like, But shout-out to them. Danny B is my brother. Please check out The Morning Drive. And Nick and Nader, we keep ending up next to each other. Like, How is it that we end up sitting next to each other? Like, How is it that we end up sitting next to each other? That's so weird, bro. Like, out of all people I can sit next to is the guy that I've been sitting next to. Like, we sat next to each other, like, near each other in the preseason. And then sat near each other in 4040. And then we buy two random tickets and we're next to each other at goddamn game one. It's crazy. My God. Um, I want to say this before we get to the co-host really quick, man. It was so dope yesterday, right? Like, I usually get stopped in the street with people noticing me and, you know, stuff like that. But it feels like Every single person that stopped me in the street yesterday said something about KCBA. And that was dope. Like, that was a, that was fire. Like, almost every person that stopped me, it wasn't about the wire. It wasn't about none of this shit. It was like, KCDA, KCDA, that's my favorite show. I love it. I could, like, that really made my heart feel special. I will say that. So, thank you. Thank you for all the support we get. All right. Um... Let's jump right into it. Remember, clear and concise. It's about making a podcast, right? It's about making a podcast. Papa left. It's on you. All right, baby. I'm taking this call, okay? All right. Oh, um, oh God. Hey, yo, you unmuting to say, babe, I'm taking this call is hilarious. I can't stand All right. it. <laughs> All right. Um, what's going on, everybody? I'm in uh, my Tesla right now, uh, supercharging. There's oh, God. There's a duck donuts ahead of me. These are things you can appreciate when you move from spaces to YouTube. But I, you know, I still appreciate everybody here on on Twitter. But I'm just playing. That, that's literally not my angle. I do want to acknowledge that IQ looking off cam is definitely a thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it's definitely a thing, and it's objectively to h- hilarious to watch the game through that lens. Because I was watching the game. I had a little halftime space open, and people were like, South was coming up, and he's like, yo, IQ ain't shit. IQ ain't passing the cam. And I'm like, all right, let me let me actually see it. So I'm watching the game, like, dead ass, like, yeah, this is not true. This is not a thing. And then I'm watching the game, and IQ had the ball. He's going left, and Cam is there. It's his ball. The guy's playing straight defense. IQ runs right down the baseline, comes right up the free throw line to the other side of the court. <laughs> and then finds OB and plays a little two-man game. So it's, it's kind of funny to watch. Um, I don't care because the Knicks won by 30, so I really don't care. And uh, But it's just funny. It's a funny little narrative. The game got a little tight. The uh, Pistons went on a 15-0 run, um, and the Knicks appropriately responded um, by, by stepping on their neck and, and, and doing what they were supposed to do. My biggest takeaway from this game is it validated opening night. It was really important for this team – to come out and kick the Pistons' ass. I said it Thursday morning. I was like, a lot of Knicks games in the past, in the past 20 years, I've seen it. I know the brand. They get outclassed a lot by a team. 
they played Memphis down to the wire, down to the last shot at end of regulation, and then at the end of overtime. Last shot. There was no clear better team in that game. They just got the best possession. They got one more possession better than us. So it was un- imperative for us to come out Friday night, not just kick the Pistons' ass for, for the team's sake, and I'll get to the team's sake, but for the fans' sake, you, 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 you had to go out and establish that you are outclassing the Pistons. So everybody had a good game last night. There was nobody that touched the floor that had a bad game. Everybody impacted the game positively. Um, I thought it was really important for R.J. Barrett to have a good game and to not develop into a slump. And our, there, there was parts of the game where in the third quarter, we ran them out the fucking gym. We completely ran the Pistons. We took their heart out of the game. We let them back a little bit, and then we ran them out some more. So I, I think it was really appropriate, an appropriate intentional beatdown. And that's how a team in the Eastern Conference, I always say this about the Eastern Conference, you got to take these 82 games seriously and look at the schedule and say, this is a night, that's, that's a night we have to win. Um, I'll end by saying that tonight is, last night is not the night to pull receipts on Papa Left's Jalen Durante. He's 18 years old in New York City on a Friday night. He's winning, okay? It's, uh, what I will say, what I will admit that I'm 100% wrong on is the, the outlook for this team to take on a player like that was never going to happen. Like, they were never going to – I was wrong there. They were never going to take on an 18-year-old center, which is a difficult position to learn. And, and he's literally the youngest person living in the NBA, okay? Um, I have full confidence in that kid to, to get it together. There's times where he looks like a beast, and then there's times where he looks completely lost. But you know who validated that? Clyde Frazier said Jalen Duran looked completely lost. You know what else Clyde validated? That IQ looked off cam. So you <laughs> have it both ways. I'm just saying there's a narrative for everybody. I love Nick's Twitter. It's a fucking amazing place that after a 30-point win, <laughs> the main takeaway could be, damn, Manuel quickly don't give a fuck about, about Cam Reddish. But, you know, all, all, all is well that ends well. It's a great weekend. I hope the Yankees win tonight. I hope the Jets and Giants win this weekend. And uh, obviously, Nick's, Nick's versus Magic is going to be uh, a, a nice little test for us. But um, my, last, my last point, and then I'm done. You'll know what this Knicks team is when they play their teams in their division. When they play the Raptors, you'll find something out. When they play the Nets, you'll find something out. When they play the Sixers, you'll find something out. When they play the Celtics, you'll find something out. That's what I'm kind of like gearing myself up to for, for this season. Like, can we beat these teams in our division? Peace. There we go. Papa left entirely too long, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it in my East London. South London accent. I'll allow it. Um, you be spitting. I, I will give you that. Um, I want to read this direct quote from uh, the Pistons coach, Dwayne Casey. He said uh, about the Knicks, this is a very good team. This is definitely a playoff team, a high-level playoff team for stretches they ambushed us. And that's coming from a former coach of the year, Dwayne Casey. So, I mean, listen. Listen, y'all, if you got coaches saying, like, not just playoff team, but high-level playoff team, that says a lot. So, hey, we'll see. We'll see. And I agree with you, Left. Um, yes, man, going up against these teams in our division is going to really show us who we are. So, I can't wait till we get there. Uh, let's keep it moving. Remember, y'all, clear and, con- clear and concise. Clear and concise. Um, 
Let's go to Khalil. Khalil, what's up, man? Good seeing you yesterday, you little crazy ass. Always a pleasure to hang with you, man. He's he's like a burst of energy. As soon as he walked in the spot, he goes after everybody. He hugs them. He screams. He rolls across the table. And um, it's, he's he's. I sent Khalil in the uh to the store to get a cup so he could get some champagne so he could be a part of the toast. He was gone for seventy seven minutes. Came back with KFC uh fried chicken. And Yo, was, Khalil should never do cocaine. Yeah, he should never do cocaine. And that yeah. was right after he came back. Pizza. Like he had pizza, and the next time I turned around, he was eating KFC. Yeah, he was going for thirty nine minutes. Oh, I was absolutely. You said he comes in. I do. I do want to shout out. I do want to shout out how lit Blarney's was. Blarney's was so lit that somebody offered Nickinators cocaine in the bathroom. Now listen, oh, yeah, Nickinators didn't take it. But what I want you to understand is when people are offering coke in the bathroom, that's a lit party. And I'm not saying you should take the drugs. I'm just telling you that when that is happening, the party is lit. Too far. Always, every single time, too far. Um, certain things we just can't tell everybody um, about establishments that we want to have support us. Um, I'm going to say Blarney's is not responsible for the people that's in Blarney's, okay? Just, that's what I'll say. Um, hey, Khalil, man, talk. talk. Yo, good afternoon. What's good, KCDA? My guy, Lito, Sean said, yo, it was so good seeing y'all at Blarney's last night. Um, PSA, if anyone's found uh, a new Knicks banner, it's blue. It was in plastic. It was left in the table booth when I dapped up uh, Sean and Lito. Uh, you find it, uh, let me know. Um, yo, oh my gosh. So what a great home opener. I, I agree with a, a lot of what you know, folks are saying. If you want to be a good team, if you want to be known as a playoff team, you have to crush squads like Detroit, especially if they're coming in the building, your home opener after a competitive uh, uh, game in OT against, uh, you know, a second seeded Memphis team. Like you have to crush the Pistons. And that's exactly what they did. Um, everybody showed up. It was a balanced two way play. You saw RJ's playmaking. You saw the hustle and poise and ball control of Jalen Brunson. 15 assists, zero turnovers in two games. We have a point guard, y'all. We got a point guard. Um, absolutely amazing. Emmanuel quickly, so much quick slander, so much quick slander, and has 27 and 7 off the bench. Give it up for Emmanuel quickly. You know, we we are really good. We are really good. And you know, I I think the fact that you're seeing so many Knicks haters, so many Knicks haters. Look at the eye test. Look at the eye test of how we are playing, how we're moving the ball, how we're moving without the ball, our pace, our hustle, our grit, our competitiveness, that we are a playoff team. So, you, you know, like, like everyone said, you know, you know, it's only Detroit. You know, we're going to be really tested when we face off against Toronto or Brooklyn. But I'm very inspired by what I saw last night. Let's keep this energy going. Um, Knicks community, let's stay together, support our guys, Orange and Blue. This is going to be a great year, y'all. Love you. I love his energy, man. Khalil, you're an amazing person. Like, I really want to give you flowers. Like, when I saw you last night, whenever I see you, the love that you show everybody, like, you know what I'm saying? You, there's never nothing fake with you. There's never nothing funny style with you. Um, it's appreciated, man. You're a breath of fresh air. Much love. I uh, love y'all. Uh, yo, follow KCDA. Um, yo, enjoy the show. Meet, stay away from that street meet, man. Nah, I need it. Yo, that shit come in the clutch. You, I don't want you getting into no freaky shit in the middle of the night. That's all I'm saying. Please. Nah, never that, never that. Um, but I'm I'm gonna be listening. Um, but yeah, I appreciate y'all. Uh, let's get that next up. Uh, we we owe we owe Orlando a SmackDown. Talk that talk, talk that talk. Um, 
Sure, uh, said, why must you always go too far? Um, it was really I live kind. on the edge, baby. It was really kind what you said about him. Really, it was really a beautiful moment you had with him. And then why why did you have to make it into him eating street meat and and being sexual with something? Well, it was. Uh, listen, man, I'm con- I'm consistent. If, if if I'm nothing else, I'm consistent. Yeah, I guess, man. I guess. Uh, okay, let's keep going. Um, Brutus, what's up, man? How you doing? Yo, what's up, people? Peace, respect, and love to you guys, man. Lito, Sean said, man. Um, definitely um, wish I could have been out there with you guys yesterday. Um, I'm going to get out there, man. I'm definitely, I'm definitely um, interested in meeting up with everybody. So uh, hopefully we'll get that done sometime this year. Um, my, my, my basic take on the game was we were fire. And that's all it was. This is the one time we've seen us come out in the garden and actually just take control of the game and never really give it back. You know what I'm saying? That Detroit had their little one run or what have you. But I had never felt at any point in this game that we were in any kind of jeopardy or, or of at any point of losing this game. All right. It is it is a fact that you know, that it seems like some guys on the team maybe are not on the same page right now. But I think they're going to get it together. You know, some people are trying to say, like, um, we're trying to make, a, a like, um, Cam and IQ have beef. I'm not saying that they have beef. I just believe they're not on the same page right now when it comes to playing together. And I think it's just going to take a little longer for that to take place. So I'm not discouraged or anything like that with Emmanuel quickly or, or anything that goes on with that second unit. I believe Derrick Rose will get that together. It's a fire unit. Um, our first unit seems to be clicking pretty well. I like the way things is going. And we just got to continue just, just to support our team, man. I love what Dwayne Casey said about us. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think that he was talking any hyperbole. I think he was talking straight facts. And we need to be excited about that. And you know what? I'm, I'm just really excited what, what I seen last night, the pace. We're averaging 121 points a game so far. Two games, but but it's the pace and how they're playing, the fire that they're playing with. Jalen Brunson has it under control. I'm totally on board with what this team could do. We were toe-to-toe with a team that is picked to possibly win a championship in the first game, and our best player, or at least perceived best player, had one of the worst games that he could possibly have in his life. And we were right there. Forget the fact that they were missing some people. We were still, we was missing uh, Quentin Grimes and and our best player played like crap in that first game, but he rebounded well. I mean, this team, they give each other encouragement and everything like that. I believe the second unit will work out. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about you guys at KCDA and uh, peace and blessings to you all. Uh, peace out. Yes, sir. Brutus, you you, uh, you stumbled on that last line. I don't know what happened. Did the, did I the sure time, did, man. Yeah, <laughs> did the timer go off? Did the timer on? You know you old, man. Come on, Brutus. You know you old. You can't. Hey, hey, lost your train of thought right at the end. Yeah, you know you old, man. Come on. Come on now, you gotta stay with it. That, that, 
started I'm messing with y'all. Messing with y'all. My boy started thinking about. Uh, I think dinner. his old lady distracted him. Oh yeah, he started thinking about dinner mid mid take. It got real confused with himself just right there, Bruder. We gonna get you. We gonna get you a walk in. Bring your ass to the garden next week, man. Come on, man. <laughs> nah, I appreciate you, Brutus. My dude, always love. Um, so shout out Keisha. Keisha was in the building on her, on her bullshit last night. Shout out Keisha. Yeah, Keisha. Keisha's nuts, man. Shout out Keisha. <laughs> Keisha's crazy. Uh, Jay, Nikki, it's on you. What's up? What's going on, family? How y'all doing, man? First and foremost, uh, the FOMO was real last night, man. I've never missed New York so much than last night. Energy was rocking. I had my volume on full blast. I felt like I was in the garden, but, like, I know it's nothing like being in the garden on opening night. Um, but, yeah, let's get straight to it. This team is the real deal. Um, I'm pushing the agenda. Jalen Brunson is unguardable. Um, there are only three guards in my mind that can guard him. But other than that, yeah, he can't be seen. That man hit every move in the book last night. And did it with ease. Like, I've never seen somebody walk into 16 points, like, without, like, literally, it's, it didn't look like he was trying. The the and one play where the ball literally just floated into the basket was one of the most beautiful things I've seen in the opening night game. Um, but he's him. He's here. Uh, Khalil, will forever indebted to you and your flowers for calling that. Um, everyone played great last night, man. Um, I have no complaints. There was even a time I felt like I just got distracted watching the game because like that was like, yo, this is just not even fun to watch. I feel bad for the Pistons. They're getting cooked. Like they're getting dismantled. But hey, that's what good teams are supposed to do. Um Obi Toppin played great. I love that he kind of simmered down and played with confidence as the game went on. We saw that first jumper literally almost hit somebody in the first row on the opposite side of the court. But then he kind of simmered down after that and really kind of played uh poised. And I love to see that. And I love seeing the growth from RJ. When you have a bad game like he did. In, in Memphis, he didn't come out and try to force the action again and prove, like, okay, I'm not a bum. Like, I can hit my first shot, blah, blah, blah. But he did the complete opposite, which I feel like a true Hooper would do, realize his mistakes and realize he kind of took the pressure upon himself. And he, what he did last night was get his teammates involved and truly just, you know, move the ball around quick and great dimes. The dime to Julius up the middle, like, that was absolutely gorgeous. I, I love to see point RJ. He's literally my favorite version of himself. Um, and, yeah, quickly, like, the real, the real quickly guys were never worried. We knew that um, he'd get it together, and I really think the uh, the coaching staff has kind of implied, and even Tibbs kind of m- made mention of it. I think they want him to be more of a scorer. I don't think they want him to be this point guard. They want him to put the ball in the basket. Like we heard Begley say, like he was going to be more involved in the offense moving forward, and I think that is what they want him to do. So I don't know why everybody's like, oh, he's not looking off cam. Like that's not his role. I really don't think that's what, where they want him to be. They don't want him to be the distributor unless it's the bigs. Like I really think that's how it is. He he's our, I believe truly, he is going to be the focal offensive player throughout this entire season off the bench, and people just have to get used to that. Cam played well. I'm not upset with with the shots that he took. He went three for eight, but you know, there were good shots for the most part. So people are just gonna have to find that middle ground. Just because Cam's not bl- getting the ball, you can't blame IQ. Lastly, um, Fournier's not staying on this team. I think it's evident. Um, he just as yeah, he might be our best shooter. He just doesn't fit. He just doesn't fit. And 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 I'm and I'm a Fournier guy, but like it, it, it's it's done. That ship is cooked. He'll play a few games here and there, and they'll probably try to move him for something. But he's not ending the team on ending the season on this team. I don't know what's in the water. Tibbs is smiling. Things are good. Like, we're up 30, and Tibbs is, like, not frowning. Like, it's good energy, man. People try to tell me that this team is going to be a plan. Like, no, we're good. <laughs> we're, we're really good, and I need people to understand that. When your leading scorer is, is only 20 points and you win by almost 30, that is a great sign. Like, that is a great sign. 
So I think people really need to get on get on the bandwagon now as a fan because it's coming. This team is the real deal. Orlando is going to be a great game, but that's another team I think we're punching by at least 10. That's all I got for y'all. KCDA, literally the best show out here. Love y'all. Appreciate you, bro. Spitting. Spitting, man. Jay Nicky might make the show. Jay Nicky might make the podcast. Jay Nicky's making the podcast, man. He's making the podcast, man. Spitting. Y'all on fire today, man. I, I, I think we can get a little more clear, a little more concise. But y'all spitting. I will give y'all that. All right. Hey, shout out Corner Boy Kev, man. It, it, I, seeing Kevin Knox last night was special, man. I still love Kevin, man. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, but he stunk. And um, he got a lot of minutes and did nothing with him. So I see exactly why he's not on his team. Uh, but uh, it was good to see him with his with his little neck braids. Um, I, need his, I need him to cut his hair immediately. Does not fit him well. Uh but yeah, shout out to Kevin. Yo, Kev, yo, Kev is, it was better, so bad. He took, his, he took his comments off. Kev took his comments off on IG because people used to roast his comments so crazy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Kev is. It was. It was good to see him, but it was better to know he's not on his team. <laughs> uh, good to see him. It was also good to see him go. <laughs> good to see him go. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's keep it going. Um, uh, Deej, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, man? To the best show on, on Nick's Twitter, man. They shut down the show every time, shut down the spaces every time. If y'all not giving these three men a follow, I don't know what y'all doing. The originals are not the imitators. But peace and love to the room. You know, I just want to get into it before we get into the narratives, man. I, I, I'm very, I'm very, like, never too high, never too low. I like to read the stats off. So I just got some stats for the first two games that back up the support of what Jay Nicky was saying about being a playoff team and not a playing team. I mean, right now, they're third in assists. They they had 28 assists when I was in Memphis, and they had 29. So what you could take away from these two games, yes, one is against a very, very good playoff team, and the other one is against an inferior team, a young team. But this team is perfectly balanced, as Danos would say. Like, they, they average 50 rebounds. Average twenty nine assists. Their offensive rating is top five in the league. They're, they're like this is Julius Randle. I tweeted it before y'all show started. This is his best uh, offensive rating through through the the first two games of the season in his career. So like I'm I'm waiting a little bit so we can get some more stats behind it. But as of right now, yeah, this is a this is a really really good playoff team. Jalen Brunson, fifteen assists, no turnovers. He's the only point guard in the Eastern Conference with no turnovers. So that's just like that's just roses, roses on top of roses, and I think honestly, as long as they keep up this 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 balanced attack, because everybody's averaging the same amount of field goal attempts for the first two games, we're gonna be a okay. Um, let's get into the narratives, man. I mean, listen, we're gonna we're gonna give we, if we're gonna be slandering people, we have to congratulate them when they do well. And my my whole take about Emmanuel quickly is that he is not the exception. For all of, for everybody else to remain consistent, he played great. That's all I'm asking for him. I'm not into this weird hive thing or heat weird beefs. I just brought up a stat that in the winter, he's not consistent as all our kids are. So we need him for this winter, as you could see, because our schedule is tough. And if he plays like how he played last night, I have no gripes about it. Send that man nothing but blessings and roses. That's all I was trying to bring up about the. The thirty, the under thirty, under thirty, it wasn't really an attack on him. Just pointing out that we all have to get better. All the kids have to be better. But yeah, man, 
Uh, other than that, they played great. I mean, the, the Julius Randle net rating, the assists, the reboundings. They're top, they're top five in offense, like through, in all categories. The other five, the other five teams are all playoff teams from last year. So that's really good. That's really good. And I don't got much to say, man. You guys are doing y'all thing. Shout out to the three of y'all. Shout out to everybody that's there. Jolito sent me a personal invite. But Jolito, the same way you always say, you know, you like to watch the game from your couch because you, you don't have to listen to people and go crazy. That's how that's where I was last night. I, I just needed a, a day off. So I appreciate y'all three. Keep doing what y'all doing, man. Peace and love. There we go. Appreciate you, D. Spitting. Uh, it's mad funny when someone talks for like three minutes straight without a breath and then says, I don't have much to say. I knew uh, you were gonna say that. Well, always funny. well, appreciate you, D. Appreciate you. I was trying. I was trying to make it real quick. No, it was great. He was it going was, for concise. It was. No, for... It was great. It's just mad funny when someone like y'all are going in right now. Takes on fire. Energy is amazing. But it's so funny when you be like, I don't have much to say. Uh, you did say a lot just now. Um, but y'all, yo, spitting. skills was in the building last night. Yo, skills was up in there. She, she definitely walked past me. And went and gave Hollywood Sean a hug. Totally ignored me. Um, did this, right this happen, Sean? Am I lying? Did this happen, Sean? The name. Can we get rid of the name? Can I just be Sean? Hollywood Sean. But then she came back and showed wild love. I just want to shout out. She was up in there looking good. Go ahead, girl. Oh, God. Y'all are just so hilarious. Uh, I. So should we mention... Should, should, should we mention... That the Chicago Bulls guy that was outside with us the entire night that nobody knew, he had an entire. He's around every single person there had on Nick's a paraphernalia, and he's just there, just like just some random man with Bulls gear on, just annoying everybody, talking in everybody's face. Uh, I'm, I, I got I, I got something for him on the video because you, you know what I'm saying he's he's in our video, so I got something for him. He he he. he I'm, I'm going. I just call him disrespected. <laughs> this guy was so weird, man. Like it's that was such a New York City moment because you would thought he knew somebody that was outside. It's like twenty of us outside. You would have thought he knew at least one person. And it's so funny because oh, shout out Ariel. He was there with his lady as well. Ariel said yes, like, sir. "Yo, it's, he was like, yo, it's crazy. Uh, he was here last time. We was all out here in March. I'm like, I'm not gonna finish my sentence. Nah, uh, what you said was crazy." <laughs> That was, I was, yeah. I thought he was somebody's friend. I thought he was somebody's friend until it was clear that he was nobody's friend. Yeah, I felt like we were on FaceTime just now and I was just talking. And then I realized this is a show with hundreds of people listening. So I'm not going to finish my sentence. But, uh, Halito, can I say one more thing? One last thing. Sure, sure. The net rating for the New York Knicks in the first two games is the highest, it's the highest it's ever been since that first year when Carmelo Anthony got to the New York Knicks. So that's a good thing. That's all I had to say. Is these our personal like stat guy now? Because he always brings like he be having stats. the stats. He does have the stats. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to yeah, the net rating. Um, man, this team is different, man. This team is different. So I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I am like about to jump out the window. Give me like three more games, and if we continue playing this well, I'm jumping out the window and I'm changing my prediction. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs>